Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Everybody, this is Jory Ann, the Coffee Psychic, right here with your Psychic Connection at Blog Talk Radio. So, uh, I just want to say hi to everybody, and uh, tonight we're going to have just a really fun conversation about astral projection. Is it real? Have you been doing it? You know, when do you do it? How do you know if you're doing it? All of that really, really, really interesting stuff. You know, we're talking about a, a pseudoscience, and of course, astral projection can be uh, thought to be as like, is it like, was I dreaming and I ended up going somewhere? But what happens when you're actually, you know, doing it during the day? What happens if you're suddenly out doing something, you know, uh, like all of a sudden you're in a meditation and suddenly you're not, you're not here anymore. So I'm going to just look at this definition. I love the definitions of astral projection. 
And uh, so we got a lot of good definitions here. Astral projection, also known as astral travel, is a term used in esotericism to describe an intentional out-of-body experience that uh, assumes the existence. Now, when they say intentional, first off, astral projection does not always happen um, intentionally. The places that I have gone to is, um, how can I say it, the Monroe Institute out in favor of Virginia. Um, Again, this assumes the existence of the subtle body called an astral body, which is part of your spiritual body, through which consciousness can, can function separately from the physical body and travel throughout the astral plane. That's your definition you are going to find on Wikipedia. Um, so some people ask, is it dangerous? I have not found it to be dangerous. Um, do people uh, at will astral travel? Yes, they can. Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have started out with your astral travel. And, again, when you guys, you know, when I take callers tonight, you always know that I'd like you to call in. Please say your first name. Uh, and where you're calling from, and then, of course, your question. But if you have any stories on astral travel or if you've had any questions about it, let's talk about that, okay? So when I first started having some experiences, I literally was sleeping, and then I just noticed myself flying through the house, like no body, but I could see my spiritual body, but I was just flying and flying. I was literally actually afraid that I was going to, like, bump into some walls, but that did not happen. So that was kind of cool. And then when I said, now, so that was in a dream state. So when I also said, what happens if you're not dreaming? So can you astral project spontaneously even when you're not dreaming? I had had a boyfriend that I'd been dating years ago. He was another uh, paranormalist. He was another psychic. And uh, he asked me to do a healing. You all know that I'm a Reiki master healer teacher. And um, he asked me to do a healing on his on his stomach. And suddenly, I was in a state of prayer, and I was like catapulted out of my body. And I was literally hovering over the Grand Canyon out in Arizona. And it was completely orange. It was so lit up. It was so bright. It was so beautiful. And I was astonished, actually. I was like, it's like, oh, my God. I didn't even have to ask where, where, where was I. I knew where I was because I'd seen pictures. I'd never been there in person. But I had been in awe. I was astonished. It was amazing. So what was kind of fun that happened was my boyfriend at the time suddenly realized I was gone somewhere, and he grabbed my hand and kind of shook it and said, where'd you go? Which immediately snapped me back in my body, into my consciousness. And I said, oh, my God, I just went to the Grand Canyon. And it was years and years and years later before I was literally able to really get physically to the Grand Canyon. And it was just as beautiful. And, you know, you guys have also heard me talking about uh, the time that I went with my sister. So any of our new listeners, I will tell you this wink, wink dream that I had, quote, unquote. Um, I had been dreaming of my sister, Carol. And we were just kind of consciously flying along through the air. 
Now, at that time, I knew it was her. I could see her face. She could see my face. But I, there, there wasn't any attention being paid to our bodies, like no physical body. And she goes, hey, come on, I want to show you something. And I'm like, okay, what? And she brings me over to Bridgeport, Illinois, which is just outside of the Loop in Chicago. And she said, I'm moving. And I was like, wow. And she goes, here's the house. And I'm like, okay. And she showed me that it was a green three-story home where it recedes into the ground because sometimes you're walking on the sidewalk at certain parts of Chicago and you've got to go down a couple of steps to the basement level and then just go a couple of steps up to the first floor. So um, she showed me that. She showed me, you know, I counted the windows. I counted everything. I said, oh, my God, I can't wait to call my sister in the morning and see if she remembers dreaming about me or dreaming with me. And I actually forgot to call her for about two days. So on the third day I called her and I said, hey, Carol, do you remember dreaming about me? And she goes, no. I said, like, about three days ago, she goes, nope. I was like, wow, that's pretty strange. I said, are you moving? And she goes, yes. I said, are you moving to Bridgeport? She goes, I am. How did you know that? I said, you showed me in the dream. I said, we we went over there. You showed me. I said, your house is green, three-story. And I just filled in all the details. And she was like, I cannot believe you know all that. And I said, you showed me. We astral projected over there. So, so that's like what astral projection is in your sleep state. It's your spiritual essence, out-of-body experience, where your consciousness can literally go anywhere in the universe, anywhere you want, just not on this planet, you can go into the oceans, you can go to different planets, you can go anywhere you want. I actually had one more experience that um, that I will share with you guys tonight. I used to work at Excalibur Nightclub, and the hours really were really long. Uh, it started at 10 o'clock at night, and I had to work until 3 or 4 in the morning doing my psychic readings. And I didn't have to. I wanted to. I loved that place. It was very haunted. I was actually featured on a couple of TV shows. Um, from uh, doing investigations in that really wonderful building. So um, anyway, so I was started taking naps before going to work. And this one afternoon when I was taking this nap to get my rest before going to uh, do the readings at Excalibur, I found myself flying through the universe. And, you know, you see some of these scenes on TV where you're seeing all of these stars, you know, this uh, spacecraft is just rushing past. And that was me. And I suddenly became aware that I was flying somewhere. I had no idea. The stars were rushing past me. And I suddenly said, because I got scared, and I said, oh, my God, where am I? And a voice from somewhere behind me said, you're on the other end of the universe. And as soon as I heard that voice say that, I bolted straight up in my bed. My heart was pounding. I was sweating bullets. I was going like, oh, my God, what was that? So, again, you're not just going to stay on the planet. You can literally go anywhere. You can go to a place like the Monroe Institute and learn how to um, literally do astral projection at will. There are a lot of great books out there. There's a wonderful man called William Bielman. William Bielman, you can look him up on YouTube. 
Uh, he was one of the trainers that we had over at the Monroe Institute. We had a week long, and normally the sessions that they have over at the Monroe Institute are about a week long. I know they've started doing some of the classes online now, but um, there are so many amazing classes there. But if you look up uh, YouTube, William Bielman, I think you'll really like his stuff. All right. Well, that's what I wanted to share with you guys tonight on the topic of astral projection. Now, if you guys have any questions about it, please ask me. Um, also, let's get some questions in here tonight. And if you guys have some crazy stories, you know we are all about that. All right. Let's go to our first caller. Hi, caller. Hi. Who is this and where are you calling from? Yvonne from California. Hey, Yvonne. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Uh, my question is, I applied for this new apartment in Long Beach. Uh, do you see me getting an apartment? Okay, let me take a quick peek here. And I know this might sound really silly, but there are several other people applying for this apartment, right? Um, not that I know of. Okay, well, I, I feel some... I feel some extra people there, so I sure could be wrong. I always tell people there's no doubt I could be wrong, Yvonne. I'm not 100%. But tell me when to stop shuffling these cards. I'm going to do some of the cards right now for you. Okay, stop. All right. I'm going to cut this into three piles. Please pick one, two, or three. Two. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Do you know who John is? Yes. Okay. So there's something with the tower card here. The tower card is not always the best of cards to get, you know. But it is it's it's good in the sense that, you know, things kinda of fall apart and then you get to rebuild a whole new foundation that's a lot stronger for you. So it helps you kinda of clear out the old when the tower comes in. Okay. It doesn't. It does not say yes, ma'am. And um, it's kind of there's this uh, pulled in two, some weakness, vulnerability, somebody that's immature here. Um, this so for me, and this is what I'd like you to do. I like getting any and all feedback, and uh, for some reason, this it just looks like there's a lot of conflicts around it. I'm not sure what that is about. But even the energy from the outside world says a move, postponed, delayed proposal, some travel hindered, and no immediate solution to current problems. So that would tell me you're trying to get this, um, this apartment or this living space, and it tells me that there's going to be obstacles coming in your way. Um, so, again, I'd be uh, more than happy if you would like to give me, you know, Give me a call. Let me really, truly let me know. If you get in that apartment, I want to know. But right now, um, and I always tell people, please check with other psychics. You know, you can you can ask me. I will tell you the information I'm receiving for you. Um, and always check with other psychics. If we're all getting very similar information, then many times that's when you want to start making your decisions around uh, the information you're receiving from the spirit world. All right, thank you so much, Yvonne. All right. All right, let's see who's next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Suzanne, Long Island. Hey, Suzanne, welcome to the show. 
Oh, thank you. Um, my question is just about work. I'm like subbing food service aid and lunch monitor. Do you see me getting a perm job doing anything or even four hours a day, six hours a day, or do I have to take two part-time? Uh, I think you're going to have more than one job. And I know this is probably going to sound really, really crazy, and it might not even fit anywhere for you. I'm not sure. Did you have any desire around um, makeup and beauty and, like, caring for yourself, caring for other people, around beautifying people ever? Yeah, but I don't want to do it now. (laughs) Well, thank you for saying that because that's still in your energy field, Suzanne. And and it's something that um, was it was it getting to be too much for you, or you just said that's just. Well, it's really I didn't want to work retail. I didn't want to do retail part time and all that weekend nights and stuff. I'm getting to the point where I really just want to work Monday through Friday days. I got you, I got you. So I want to I want to say this to you, and of course it's going to be entirely up to you. You could create something really fun and unique still about the beauty industry. So I would just say uh, please have a, how can I say it, please have an open mind about what I'm saying because you have to remember as a psychic, I have no idea what I'm talking about. You get me? Yeah. I just know what the spirits are showing me, and they're showing me that there could be something kind of really cute or sweet. You can pull in some extra money, stuff like that around the, you know, beauty industry, and, and I'm not even sure what that looks like. Normally the spirits will inspire you to go in a certain direction or you'll suddenly start getting different ideas. Um, at this time in the food service, though, I think you are going to end up having two jobs at this time for sure. And January comes around, it almost feels a little confrontational, like something happens and you, you want to have like a serious talk with somebody um, this might be like a boss or something like that, but it feels like some words that need to be said. And that does feel around uh, something like January, and then it's like getting something off of your off of your chest. So remember, January comes around, and it really feels, I mean, I really have to use the word confrontational because I don't know if somebody is stepping on your toes, Suzanne, um, and then people aren't respecting your personal space. I'm not quite sure what that is. Kind of feels like that. So, um, and I, I think you're a good communicator. Um, so sometimes it is. It comes, it comes to a point where you really need to share what's on your mind. And of course, always do it respectfully, and then just see what comes out of that. But right now, it does feel like um, two jobs with an extra uh, benefit of something fun and creative that you may be going into in the beauty industry. I have done this work for over 40 years, you guys, and I swear to God, some people call me back, or even when I'm reading you, you know, I can sometimes our eyes go in the back of the head going, oh, brother, you know, I can't believe that person said that. I am so used to that right now. Uh, I just ask for feedback. I get feedback anywhere from in the moment up to 30 years in the future right now. And even some of the things that I see during the psychic readings, to me, I say are unbelievable. It's like, whoa, can't believe that just happened. So um, very cool, very cool. Please let me know what happens, Suzanne. Okay, let's see who we have next online. Hi. Hi. Who is this and where are you calling from? 
This is Lisa, and I just wanted to contribute. Oh, Arizona. I wanted to contribute to the um, flying in space. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> my, um, not that I'm aware of that I've had a repeat. I probably have and just haven't uh, stored it away in memory. My dog was sitting in this space, and I was asleep. I knew I was asleep, and I was flying around her, and wow. she was just looking at me like, you know, just looking at me like, what are you doing? And I don't um, <laughs> But that was, God, how many years ago was that? That was like almost oh, close to 30 years ago. And I could have wow. had it again, the experience that I just don't recall. But I do yeah. recall that. Yeah. You know, the Very thing close. that I find... The thing that I find, too, it's really interesting because um, the difference between astral projection and then lucid dreaming, it just seems like there's a big topic out there with, you know, a lucid dreaming is that you're in a dream state, you get completely conscious while you're in this unconscious state, of course. So you're not mobile because your body is asleep, but you become fully conscious of your dream state. And they say that you can actually get up and start changing things about the direction in which your dream is going. Uh, and yeah. that can alter things for you. And sometimes people have said, is it safe to start changing things in your unconscious mind because your unconscious mind is supposed to be doing a job for you to work certain things out. But i, I got to tell you guys, there's so many other things that happen in your unconscious mind, like spirit visitation. You know, your dead relatives are coming to visit you. You know, you've got oh, yeah. precognition. You know, there's a lot going on. And and even, Lisa, I'll tell you, tonight I just got through getting a phone call from one of my grandchildren, and he said, Grandma, he goes, I've got to tell you something cool that just happened. He said, I just thought about my sister. I went to call her. She said she was having a rough time. You know, she had just been feeling sad. And then she goes, oh, hang on. Our other sister was calling in at the exact same time, and it seemed like they were all linking in as uh, someone's having a problem, let's get on the phone, like telepathically knowing that they had to call her. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. It is cool. It's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Very nice. So what did you have on your mind tonight? Well, I had some people helping me move. I'm going to a location right now where I'm going to uh, live and returning to a place that I used to live in just so I can um can I can I say something before you go any further? Yeah. I don't like it for you. Well, it's yeah, I know. It's a it's a have to thing in the way of tying up loose ends. Somebody close to me died and and Aww. so this person though today was helping me move. I had hired them to do that. Is he just being business professional friendly or am I uh am I reading something into it and just uh, I need to be slapped on the face and readjust my perspective? <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you give me this? <laughs> it's not John or a J name, is it? You know, 
I heard his name, and I've been up since 1 a.m. or 3 a.m. every day, and I'm a, physically a mess, you know, trying to get the move okay. done. And so sure. he gave his name, and I, I don't know. I just met him today, and we're we were moving my stuff. Okay. And I'll see him again tomorrow for the, moving the stuff into the new location. So um, I like this person a lot. I think they're friendly. I think they're sincere. And um, I think being open for a friendly conversation that could go anywhere would be okay. Um, they're not a bad person. They're actually a very good person. Yeah, that's what I felt, too. And, yeah. you know, sometimes people come on with full color in the way of their aura, and he was just, he's got these startling blue eyes, and he gives you a direct <laughs> look, and it's never wavering, you know, and we're just talking, and he stands there and waits. Now, he just might be somebody, like I said, you know, very business friendly and I feel like he's yeah. a good person but I don't want to overstep my bounds and mess anything up as far as business yeah. goes yeah but you could you could be playful yeah for sure you could be I mean you really could be playful yeah and and yeah. Uh, there's nothing wrong with joking around there's nothing wrong with you know being friendly uh, it doesn't have to be straight business because certainly the energy that I'm getting from him uh, feels just very nice, very pleasant. Uh, and he actually feels playful to me. <laughs> he feels like he's just being himself. Yeah, yeah. What a nice person. You don't run into those all the time, those kind of people. You know, people tend to, when they reach a certain level in adulthood, they put up barriers to a certain degree. And is, well, are, are they coming on, or there's a hidden agenda, or? But it just felt like I agree with what you're saying. You know, he's just nice. Well, sometimes there's this thing called soul recognition, Lisa, and sometimes you can um, actually meet somebody, a soulmate from a past life, and you're going like, "Oh, I know that guy." I mean. I mean, I remember a couple of years ago, I had to stop for gas, and I stopped in at a Speedway gas station out in Illinois. And as I walked past this man, it was like a click. It was like a click. Our eyes met, and it was suddenly I could see him in a past life, probably, I don't know, 17 or 1800s, you know, riding a horse, this sort of thing. And... I, I can't explain it outside of all, all I kept saying is, I know I know you. I know I know you. I kept saying that to myself. And when I walked out, he said, hey, nice license plate. And I said, hey, nice Harley. You know, and then and then that was it. Uh, but it was a click. Oh, no. So, I, so I it was like, man, I know I I've would, known him in a past life. I'll probably never see him again yeah. in this lifetime because it's not meant to be that way. But you oh, can have those experiences. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to say I'm going to say one more thing. You know, they say you can't leave your house. You know, if you're going to go out dating, you just can't meet somebody at your house. Well, that's a bunch of uh, hooey because my yeah. second husband delivered my refrigerator to my front door. 
And and oh, wow. like your like your gentleman friend, you guys are you know um, like there's something there. You can feel it. Now you don't know what it's going to turn into, but you can feel something there. I would just say be open, be yourself, be comfortable. And again, I married the man that delivered my refrigerator. Just saying. Well. And we had a, a long yeah. wedding marriage. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and he does feel, he really does feel nice. Like this guy is just not a, like, um, he's not inappropriate. <laughs> well, that's good. He seems like a real, uh, not an earth angel, but just a real gentle, friendly soul. Yeah. Yeah. For some yep, reason. Yep. I'd, I'd have some fun with it. And again, remember, here's the thing, soul recognition. Sometimes people... We'll meet other people, and you might recognize his soul, and there's the attraction, and maybe he won't recognize you. But sometimes people go like, "I know, I've kn- I know, I know you from the past. I know, like, haven't we met before?" Yeah. That, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you another story here. There was a lady that I was doing a, I was doing a psychic event, and this one woman was in her car, and she was with her daughter. She goes, "I know." I know that woman, referring to me. And she goes, I know I know her, but I can't remember where I know her from, but I know I know her. And she walked up to my table, and the first thing I said to her was, don't we know each other? I said, it's just like, it just feels like we know each other. Have I seen you at another event or something? She goes, no, I've never seen you before, but I've had the same feeling. And I said, I know that we are going to become the best of friends in this lifetime, which we have. She's one of my very best friends, and we travel together. So, again, this is called soul recognition. You know, soulmates, we don't have to be the same sex to be soulmates. You can have people you've traveled through lifetimes with and uh, still be soulmates and stuff, okay? So I would be open to this. I would would just drop down any defenses, just have a a very nice time, and just see, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I think he just enjoys life. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Isn't that it nice, nice to meet other people like that, like you, though? Yeah. You know, that's exactly right. Yeah, he's very nice that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you let me know what happens? I will, and you don't pick up good things from my move, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't like where you're at. <laughs> I, I I kind of don't like where you're going here. And I think what you said was, well, I, I kind of have to go back here, and I agree with you on that part. Um, okay. it, doesn't, it doesn't feel, Lisa, like it's completely supporting you, and I know that no, you not. will be making other moves. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah. It was my significant other who passed, and there were people in that town that just were fighting against our relationship. And um, to this day, I know they carry that. But, oh, well, you know, he's gone. I mean, he's not really gone, but he's gone. And so, you know, I'll let them do their own battles. And it's a tiny town. Yeah. Well, all that stuff is behind you for sure, and you can create all these new things. you know, you can't stop people from thinking the way they think because they're stuck in their past. 
Somebody told me a long time ago, and they and they said, write this all over your walls, because I used to be so much more sensitive than a man. You know, I'm uh, I'm not sensitive like I used to be. They said, remember, anything somebody says or does to you is a statement about them and not about you. So it's about their history, their reactions in life. You might be triggering a memory from something that happened that was uh, sad or, you know, upsetting to them in their past, so they could be projecting, you know, uh, upset emotions towards you. But how people react to you has nothing to do with you. It's about them and their past. Okay? Keep that in mind. Okay? Exactly. Thank you. Okay. You have a great night. It was it was uh, great chatting with you tonight. I I enjoyed it, too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, honey. And give us some feedback, okay? Let us know what happens later. I will. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Lisa. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. All right. You know, there are so many different stories out there, you guys. Even how how have you guys met, you know, uh, met your, you know, your spouses, your sweethearts. I just had an experience uh, last week, and I know I love telling you guys about these experiences and because uh, sometimes you guys have had the same experiences and some people just say it's a coincidence and it's like, no, that's more like divine intervention or synchronicity. I have been so thinking about my uh, uh, one of my best friends, best friends forever, and she passed away a couple of years ago. And another one of her good friends, uh, very best friends, as a matter of fact, uh, she met me through this other lady, and we had talked for this last couple of years about getting together for lunch. I so had my friend Kathy on my mind this last week like crazy. And I went to the store, but I had to stop. You know, I just had to stop and do something else before going to the store. You guys know how that is. And suddenly I go into the store. I get my, my best favorite Haagen-Dazs coffee, <laughs> coffee ice cream, of course, coffee psychic. And as I'm walking out, here's this other lady. Debbie, and we're just looking at each other like, had it been a couple of minutes, either way, we would not have seen each other. That's where it's like divine intervention. Certain things are meant to happen just a certain way. So, you know, again, if you guys have it where you met somebody in a really crazy way, and, you know, like I shared with Lisa and I shared with you guys, I met my husband by him delivering my refrigerator. That was just so cool. So, again, you can meet somebody at home. <laughs> you don't have to go to the dating sites. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? Hi, Jorianne. This is Tamika. I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Tamika. How are you tonight? Good. I just have a question. Um, so, first, I'm wondering if you think I should reach back out uh, to a gentleman. His name is Eris. A-R-I-S. Um, I'm trying, I've been trying to, we've been going back and forth. I've been trying to kind of convey to him that I want him for, because we in the past had um, gotten together once. He was very much a gentleman to me. So I reached mm-hmm. back out to him, which is something I never do. So I've been trying to convey to him that I want him for more than just a hookup thing. Like I respect them and I really do want to get to know him and I like him a lot. And um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to know if you saw like any future with he and I, you know. And also, my father is trying to convince me to go to Texas for a contract job for mm-hmm. only 
60, 60 days, and the job, I wouldn't make much. I would only come home with, like, $500 after. I don't know anyone in Texas. I would be a woman staying by myself in a hotel with no car, never been to Texas. So I'm, like, wondering, I don't know about that, you know? So I'm just so in the dilemma tonight. Sounds with kind of weird. It sounds kind of weird, but Texas does not feel like a bad thing for you. Uh, just saying. Uh, Texas does not feel like a bad thing. And uh, this other gentleman, and you are going to have money loss for sure going to Texas. I mean, you're not going to come back with this big paycheck. Uh, but you don't know what connections you're going to make in Texas while you're out there. People are observing your uh, professionalism, observing how you work, that sort of thing. So there, it might be more of an experiential thing where you're supposed to be out there because God is leading you out there to make God. Does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. So just just remember that that might be a, a something. Now, you're going to have to decide because this is all, you know, everything is all about free will, free choice. But the energy that I'm feeling, it doesn't feel like it's a bad thing for you to go. As far as the other gentleman goes, he does feel like a very nice man. And I don't know that he's ready to um, create a relationship with anybody just yet. That's what it feels like when I when I feel his presence. And he does feel like a gentleman. And it doesn't feel like he's in the space or in the state of mind where he wants to make a, a you know, a committed relationship. So that uh, that's what you want to be aware of. So if you're um if you guys are having if you're sharing some intimacies, um and then you're starting to develop some feelings and he's not in the same space. You just might, might want to be aware of that so you can protect your emotions. So good luck with that, honey. Let us know what happens, okay? All right, let's see who is next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Wendy from California. And hey, Wendy, my- how are you? Very nice to speak with you. Um, well, <laughs> As usual. I, well, thank you. I don't know if you recall, but last time I spoke with you, I mentioned I was denied my long-term care insurance claim after paying 53000 premiums over 20 years. Oh, my and, goodness. I did not know that. Nope. And I have a huge amount of supportive medical documents in my records, MRIs, CT scans, clinical notes, you everything anyway mm-hmm. um i've i've had three attorneys send me over electronic agreements i'm not compelled to sign because i have a very rich policy and basically the wording is if they prevail i would owe them 40 percent of my payments and uh i don't really want to do that i have another telephone appointment with a new attorney tomorrow at three and also, mm-hmm. by by chance, on the Internet, I found a lady that used to work for the company that denied me. And she, she zeroes in. She looks at your policy and the denial letter, and she zeroes in on what's going on. And she has empathy for me. She said she would do it for free. And, um, and then she said when I became in a position, I could donate. A payment to her. Um, yeah. I just, and and that's fabulous. Her name is Linda, and mm-hmm. um, but 
I've heard, you know, be careful if something is free. I mean, she sounds like a very great person. So it, it, it didn't I sound free a- to me. Hang on. Hold on. That did not sound free to me, Wendy, when she said she would help you and you could donate something to her which would be appropriate. That's not free. And if you did win because she does know and she can't see that there's some sort of imbalance, it would be it definitely would be cheaper than going to the lawyer. Because again, there was nothing there was nothing free about you could please make a donation to me, right? Yeah. Well, she, so she, that and she again, said, go ahead. She said that she's not charging me anything, and then she said, if I want to, then I could donate like maybe ten dollars. Okay. Well. That that would be something. I mean, if you're getting fifty thousand, would ten dollars be an appropriate? You know, thank you. Uh, that's just something to look at. And um, and so for her, let me just say to you this way: I feel you can trust Linda. Now that's going to be up to you if you want to go with Linda. And also mm-hmm. speaking to the other uh, lawyers, forty percent. And you're probably going to be able to find some lawyers that are less than 40%, but 40% of something is way better than, you know, like 0% of nothing, if you get my drift. So if you're in a position right now where you've got all of your paperwork, you know, all of your T's are crossed, all of your I's are dotted, stuff like this, it feels like you can trust Linda, number one. She might be your first step, whereas if she comes up with information that's going to support your case with a lawyer, that might be the way to go. So, again, you know, nothing from nothing is nothing. 40% of of something big is so you're still walking away with something big in your pocket. So in cases like this, I would do some meditations, and I would I would ask God which way you should go. But me, as a psychic right now with your question, I will tell you Linda feels like she's trustworthy and uh, and it feels like you can go to her. So that's what I would do. Okay. All right. And remember, all of this is free will, free choice, you guys. Wendy, I've told other people, always go to a couple of different psychics at the same time. If we are all picking up the same information, then, of course, you know, then you can start gauging your decisions um, again, if you if you want or need a more in-depth psychic reading than what we're doing, you know, you guys know that I can answer one quick question for you online here tonight. Uh, if you need a more in-depth reading, please, please call me at area code 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292. All right. And check me out at coffeepsychic.com as well. All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is uh, Patty from the Chicago area. Hey, Patty. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. I'm so glad you took my call. Um, I, I'm i selling my house, and I, I got a bid on it today. Um, okay. It's the, the, the um, woman that came in with her, her daughter, she loved yeah. the house. Um, 
but are they lowballing you? Yeah, and I'm I'm and I don't want to my my real estate is like, well, you know, the market's going down, you know, quickly. But the but I know her mother. I love these people. I mean, I met them and I immediately loved both of them. And the mother loved my house. And that meant a lot to me because it's really hard leaving. Um, but, yeah, she she came up. We actually sat down and, and had a talk. And, okay. you know, so when she went to the realtor, she, yes, it's, it's lower than what I want. And I'm I'm afraid of countering it because I don't want to lose it. Do you think well, here's I the thing. It? Can you manage your finances with what they're offering you, like with yes, where you have to go? Yes, I, I can, but, I mean, in July I could have had a lot more money, but I didn't, oh, and market, so, I'm, I know. so I'm where I'm at now. But if, but if I even, like, upped it, like, $3,000, do you think they would pass on it? Um. It's valued right now. I can tell you, and again, call me if I'm wrong, but it's valued at more than what they're offering you for sure. Yes, I know that. And uh, and it feels like it's been a very nicely preened, beautifully taken care of home. So it is. Yeah, it feels beautiful actually. So um, I I would say it's all in having a discussion. Because you could say this, and they could say, but we really can't afford it. And then you can go back to saying, well, okay. But if you don't ask, you really won't know. I, so I, I think it would be harmful. Yeah. I mean, you guys had conversations, and normally a real estate broker is really supposed to be your voice. I, I know that, and it just happened. They walked in, yeah. and there was just feeling of love, and I just absolutely loved this, these people and I was just you know thinking if I if I I'm trying to like get to a certain number for myself yeah and it's only like three thousand dollars more but I, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling if I said three thousand dollars more that they wouldn't say well no and walk away and my realtor's giving me that feeling that they would say no and walk away I don't well here, here's Here's where the real estate broker has to say something more like this. Well, my client really would love to have $3,000 more. Do you think you guys can swing that? And then this way it leaves them an open door for either yes, we can or no, we cannot. Okay, well, let me go back to my seller, really, which is the conversation that normally goes on. So. You would think this seller is supposed to be, um, this this real estate person is supposed to be in your corner, by the way. So um, mm-hmm. you might just want to say to this person, look, I want you to come across with a gentle request and see okay. where it goes, see how it lands over there. Okay. I don't think there's going to be anything wrong with you putting that out there because, honestly, your house is nice. It's in, it's in a great condition. And um, either they can or they can't. And if you like them so much, then you can just say, you know, okay, got it. You can't, you can't afford it. I don't want to lose your deal. Let's let's get on with this thing. Okay. 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 So I'll just I'll just put my my bid up a little bit, and then, as 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 you said, a gentle offer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because they could they could they could counter you with two thousand or fifteen hundred, and okay. it would still bring more money in your pocket, and everyone would walk away being happy. Okay. Thank okay? you, Dorianne. I really appreciate You're it. Thank you so much. Yes, yes, ma'am. All right. Have a great night. Okay. okay. Good luck. All right. Bye. 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 Magic happens, you guys. Oh, Patty, I should have told you. Um, I know you're still listening. Take that red tapered candle, cut off about an inch at the bottom, flip it upside down, and turn that red tapered candle upside down and ask God to remove any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of getting a good price for your house. Uh, You can use that red tapered candle prayer anytime during the month. And uh, we also, we also, you guys, we have about four days left before the full moon. And if you guys want to bring money in, this is the time to always light that light candle for God and then also light a green candle for money. And Patty, also, uh, I would take the green candle for money and I would take the red candle right next to it for expediency. Okay? So, again, we've got four days. Start lighting your candles, guys. This can also be for love. If you're going to do a love prayer, you can do the red candle for, you know, like a hot, passionate, you know, uh, relationship, and then pink for love right next to it. Always light that white candle for God, though. All right. Patty, please let me know what happens. All right. Let's see who we have next online here. Hello. Hi, caller. Hi. Who is this? Khalil Reed. Larry? Khalil Reed, similar to Glad. Okay, and where are you calling from? Charlesville, Virginia. Okay, sir. What is on your mind? Um, I'm going to Glen Allen, Virginia and um this Saturday and I was wondering if there's something a surprise that's gonna come up that's gonna be good for me when I go there, like to where I, you know, something really happens. Maybe it's an unfortunate event, but it ends up leading to something good. Oh, I got you. Okay. So um, can I – let me just ask you this. In some time, in some time, past, in some time past, was there some sadness that had gone on out there, truthfully? Out somewhat. Was there some sadness that was happening with to the location where you're going to? No, I don't know if I've ever been there before. I don't know if I've ever been to that town before. I know I've been to Richmond near that area. Okay. So for some reason, it's really kind of weird. It almost feels like you're going to be, like, walking around. And aren't you aren't you pretty psychically sensitive yourself? To a certain degree. To a certain degree okay. I am, to a certain degree I'm not. So I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys in the listening audience have ever gone driving down the highway and suddenly felt like it's like, oh my God, I'm going to have an accident. And then, and there's no one around you, however, but you still get uh, like Im, Im, um, impressioned by this experience. And what happens is there are experiences that happen, and there's these energy fields that have been left and they're kind of sitting there like a little puddle of oil. But they're emotions that were expressed at a time of trauma. 
So uh, if you're having any experience while you're driving and you feel that somebody probably had an accident there and this was all the, like the energy spill that's still there that hasn't dissipated. So when I'm feeling your energy right now, sir, and you're talking about that location, it really feels like you might go through a period or through an area where you suddenly, like an, an empath, picks up these really weird feelings about something that happened there in the past. So you're asking if something is going to turn out good for you, um, that, that, that when you go to this area, it's kind of weird because it's almost like an on-the-fence kind of deal. So it really depends on what's being offered when you get down there and what, what path you take, like the yes or the no, because it really, really, really feels like something is going to be presented to you, and then it depends on what, uh, what direction you're going to go in. Okay, so good luck with that. So it could turn out okay, but I don't know. Something still feels weird about that area that you're going into. So you'll have to let me know. Okay, thank you so much. All right, let's see who we have next online. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, are you there? All right, well, some people do come in just to listen to the show. Okay, so I am going to try one more time here. Caller, are you there? Hello? Hi there. There we are. Who is this? Hello? Hi, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, I can. All right, very good. And what is your name and where are you calling from? This is Paul from Illinois. Hey, Paul, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, sir? Um, well, you and me, we do this dance once a year, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to uh, what uh, my financial future holds. Okay, do we normally do this dance, Paul, in person? Yes, we do. Okay. All right. So, um so you're so you're quick, so you're quick on the radio answer. It feels like something's being cut off financially. Like there're going to be some changes and there're going to be some big changes that come in. And it kind of feels like there's two if not three opportunities that stand in front of you. Is any of that making any sense to you right now? Uh, yes and no. Okay. So I'm not I'm not sure which the part of the yes is or what the no is, but it feels like you've got three things that should be in front of you. One of them okay. is going to be turned off or just it's going to just be sh- like shut down or it's going to be closed. And then the other two, I'm not 100% sure how devoted or dedicated you are into um, going into either of those aspects around your finances. You know, some people have certain jobs that they're just like, it's like, oh, my God, I love this. This is crazy. This is amazing. And so they're going to stay with it no matter what, and they keep generating it. But it feels like you are having some um, endings and new beginnings for sure around your career path. Okay. And there will be some different opportunities that will be coming your way. 
but they might not be as um, you might not be as excited about them just yet. Now, now we're looking at the next year, and we're looking at March. Then things are going to start shaking up for you a little bit more. Like you're going to be a lot happier career-wise. Come you know, come around March. I don't know. You know, you just think about St. Patty's Day, and things will be like lifting up, picking up. You'll be like really enthusiastic uh, about okay. uh, the money, the income, and career. Okay. Yeah, and again, you know, please let me know what happens. But um, March looks really, really good for you, and it just feels like. Paula, it just feels like you're going to be on the fence about something here, and um, and you are going to have to make a decision one way or the other. Something is ending. It's going to be, I don't know if it's a business closing down or whatever it is. I'm not sure. But something's ending, and then you go like, well, you know, this is, I've got to pick this or this. Uh, but come March, you'll be uh, definitely more empowered. That's what I want to say. All right, good luck, good luck. All right, let's see who is next online. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? This is Christy. I live in Tennessee. Hi, Christy. I was just wondering if you see anything for um, a career path for myself. Okay. Uh, Christy, were you hoping to be more around uh, health care or uh, teaching or training? Um, yeah, more with animals. Oh, that's perfect. You've you've got you've got a lot of love. You got a lot of compassion. It feels like you are supposed to be helping people, or you know, if you're in the um, you know industry of animals, that's perfect. Um, do I think you can go there? Positively, do I think you can go there in a huge way, in a very big way? Positively, like that career for you, that feels amazing. Do I think you can make it work for you and make a lot of money and also make a lot of good customers that love you and want to come back to you? Positively, yes, ma'am. Hands down. That is awesome. Um, could you tell me what? <laughs> could you tell me what um, that would be? <laughs> Like well, actually, in, I was thinking about going to school for grooming. Yes, that's that's exactly what it looks like to me. Swear to God, I would not joke. If I, <laughs> if I saw something else, I would tell you. But it just feels like it just feels like that's the place for you. You're gonna have a lot of good, a lot of good animals, a lot of good customers. They're gonna love you. You might even decide to do a travel thing where you go to people's homes. Things like that, not just at a salon, but you know them coming to you and you going to them. It feels so powerful for you, Christy. It just you're just gonna have to let me know how it turns out. It just feels like that is where you need to be. So I want to tell you guys uh, again, if you're looking for a more in-depth reading, uh, where we look at again, it's always past, present, and future. You get information from your spirit guides and angels. Sometimes the past life information comes up. Medical things come up, uh, spirit guides and angels again. Um, you can give me a call at 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. Please check com. I'm sending you all big hugs and kisses. Thank you so much. And make sure you join us back here at Your Psychic Connection with Jory and the Coffee Psychic next Thursday at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. All right, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye now.